The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week 7 of the Scorching 6 Picks. Recording this late on a Thursday night in Southern California after another Thursday night game. And because of that, recording it late, I was not able to catch the Thursday night game in which the Jaguars beat the Saints on the road 31-24. to And also because of that, uh, recording late, Rebound will not be joining me for week seven scorching six picks i'll be going solo on this one so like i said i didn't really watch uh the thursday night game uh had a, a prior engagement uh that i had to go to so was not able to watch the game but i kind of kept up with it here and there and i saw that the jaguars jumped out to a 24 to 9 lead and then uh the saints came roaring back to tie it at 24 and then Ultimately, uh, the Jaguars scored the go-ahead touchdown, went up 31-24, a 44-yard touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence to Christian Kirk. And then the Saints uh, went down the field, uh, got uh, first and goal, and ended up uh, not scoring. Uh, Derek Carr, I saw the the replay, had a Foster Moreau in the end zone on third and goal uh, on the left side, and Foster Moreau could not pull it in, so... That was a very uh, bad break for the Saints there. Could not tie that game and send it to overtime. But nonetheless, you got to give the Jaguars credit. Uh, they've been playing really well after somewhat slow start. Uh, they're now 5-2. and two. And then the Saints, uh, th- uh, they're down to, what, 3-4 and four now? And then 1-2 and two at home. So, yeah, their offense is uh, really having struggles. Uh, Derek Carr uh, yelling at Chris Olave. I saw some of those replays as well. And then... Chris Olave, I mean, it seems like he's giving up some on some routes here and there. So uh, let's see if they can kind of get that figured out because their defense, uh, for the most part, through seven games so far, has been really good. But, yeah, nonetheless, yeah, a great win for the Jaguars. They're 5-2 and two now, undefeated on the road, still at 3-0. and oh, And it should be a fun Week 7 slate, so let's get into it. We'll start with game number one, early afternoon game from East Rutherford, New Jersey, MetLife Stadium. The 1-5 New York Giants hosting the 3-3 three three Washington Commanders. Commanders laying 2.5 in this one. The Commanders coming off a 24-16 road win versus the Atlanta Falcons last week. And the Giants, uh, they played on Sunday night versus Buffalo in Buffalo. They gave the Bills all they can handle, even led at some points in the game, and ultimately ended up losing 14-9, had a, a uh, play at the goal line, at the one-yard one line of Buffalo to end the game. We're not able to punch it in. Uh, there were some complaints about the referees and uh, the no pass interference call, pass interference call, but nonetheless, Saquon Barkley came back in that game and played uh, – uh, pretty well. I uh, gave the Giants a much-needed lift and give the Giants credit for hanging uh, in that game and almost winning against a very good Buffalo team that's uh, good defensively, good offensively with Josh Allen. So uh, you got to give them much credit for that. So 
And this one, uh, I'm going to roll with the home dog Giants getting the two and a half. I think they're going to win outright as well in this one. I think uh, they're going to have a better offensive showing here than they did last week. I think they're going to be able to move the ball, put up points uh, against this commander's defense. And then, and then commanders offensively uh, from game to game have not really been uh, super consistent so far. Uh, they beat uh, the Broncos in a comeback win. They beat the, the Cardinals in a comeback win. And even last week, uh, Atlanta had their opportunities. They just made a lot of stupid mistakes. and But ultimately, the, cap, the Commanders capitalized on that last week and were able to win. And this one, I, I don't think uh, the Giants will make as, ma as many mistakes as the Falcons did against the Commanders last week. So I'm going to roll with uh, the home dog Giants getting two and a half. And I think they're going to win this one outright as well, 27-24, and get their second win of the season. All right, game number two. We got Tampa Bay at home, three and two, hosting the three and three Atlanta Falcons. Tampa Bay is a two and a half point favorite at home, and like I said, with, with Atlanta, they went down to Washington last week at home, twenty four to sixteen. Just a lot of stupid mistakes from Desmond Ritter. Uh, a lot of bad turnovers in the red zone. You can't have those if you want to win games. Uh, and that ultimately cost them, but it looks like they were kind of fighting back, and they ultimately didn't get back in the game and uh, got their third loss of the season. And then the Bucks on the other side, they were at, at home as well, and they lost to the Detroit Lions, who, who beat them up pretty well on both sides of the ball, uh, were able to move the ball on them, and then uh, defensively, the Lions only allowed them to score six points in that game, so... The offense really wasn't able to get anything going. And then uh, the Tampa Bay stout defense is kind of what kept them in the game somewhat. But ultimately, uh, they weren't really able to get anything going. And it was just, uh, they were just overmatched on uh, all fronts, coaching, defensively, offensively. So it was just a really, really tough matchup for them. And they weren't able to uh, come away with the win. So this is a tough NFC South divisional matchup. Uh, kind of, uh, you got the Bucks. Uh, like I said, good defensively, but kind of offensively, very inconsistent. Uh, they have the weapons there, but, you know, with Baker Mayfield, he's never really shown true consistency, elite-level consistency in this league as a quarterback. And then the Falcons on the other side, very talented offensively, and then defensively, obviously they get, they've shown that they, they have holes and they can get beat up uh uh, defensively so I think uh, you're going to see a decent amount of points here I think the Falcons are going to be able to uh, I think kind of score some points there even though the Bucks defense is really is pretty damn good so I think uh, Bijan Robinson I think he's going to have a pretty good game here I, th I except I expect uh, probably around 100 yards rushing and I expect Desmond Ritter not to have as many mistakes as he did last week uh, uh, as many costume mistakes so that's why i'm going to roll with the road dog falcons in this one getting two and a half i'm going to take them to win outright as well 24 to 20 and go to four and three on the season game number three another early afternoon game this is a really exciting matchup here between two really good teams the four and two baltimore ravens they are hosting the 5-1 and one Detroit Lions, who are 3-0 and on the road. 
this one, Baltimore giving three points at home. Should be a fun, exciting game. Good matchup between Lamar Jackson, dual threat quarterback, and Jared Goff uh, sitting in the pocket uh, with Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator, uh, calling really great uh, offense for him. A lot of uh, great offensive scheme, a lot of uh, exotic routes being run by the receivers. Uh, and this one, it looks like the Lions will not be will be without, excuse me, uh, David Montgomery, the running, running back who's had a very good start to the season in the first six games. Uh, but I think Jameer Gibbs, some of the other running backs will step up. I think uh, Amon Ross St. Brown will, will play good. I think defensively uh, they've shown that they can have can play really well. I think they have a really tough matchup. Uh, we'll see that this is going to be a big test for them. But I think they can hold their own. And then I think... The Ravens, I think they're they're going to kind of be able to match them punch for punch, but I think uh, it's going to be a very close game. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Lions in this one. So I'm going to take a, the dog for this third straight game. I'm going to take the road dog, the Lions, getting three on the road. And I'm just liking the vibe I'm seeing from the Lions right now. So I'm going to continue to ride that. And with them even on the road, I think they're going to stay undefeated on the road. I'm going to take them getting three. Um uh, win a close game 23-20 and get and move to 6 and 1 on the season. All right, game number 4 moving in to the late afternoon window of games. You got the 3 and 3 Los Angeles Rams at home hosting the 3 and 2 Pittsburgh Steelers. The Rams laying 3 points in this one. Rams coming off a home win versus the Arizona Cardinals, 26-9. They started off slow in the first half and then uh, picked it up uh, offensively and defensively in the second half. And they got Cooper Cup back now along with Puka Nakua. Matthew Stafford has uh, been slinging it around. It seems like they have the, the running back uh, situation stabilized. And then I told a lot of Rams fans this. I, I just think Sean McVay is too prideful to tank a lot of uh, – People kind of thought that was the case going into the season with the Rams, but they've really held their own. you got to give them credit. 3-3 uh, three and three so far. And then on the other side, the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off uh, their bye week. They're 3-2 and two on the season. And this one on the road, uh, Steelers fans travel really well. They took over Allegiant Stadium uh, last month uh, versus the Raiders in a road game. And I think we're going to see a similar type uh, environment here at SoFi Stadium on Sunday afternoon. I think it's going to be around 70% Steelers fans in this one at SoFi Stadium. And I think that's going to create a huge advantage for the Steelers uh, on the road. I think defensively, I think TJ Watt and that front four is going to be able to get at Matthew Stafford. And I think it's going to be a really, really tight game. So I'm going to take another dog for the fourth straight game. I'm going to take the road dog Steelers in this one. Uh, I'm going to take them to win outright as well. I'm going to say 19-16 Steelers and have them going 2-4 and 2 on the season. All right, game number five. It's the game of the week on CBS. Uh, late afternoon game. The Kansas City Chiefs at home 5-1 and one, hosting the 2-3 and three Los Angeles Chargers in an AFC West battle. This one, uh, the Chiefs uh, coming off a Thursday night uh, 
A football win last week, 19-8 versus the Chargers. Uh, didn't really play super well offensively in that one, but defensively they held the, the, the Broncos down most of the most of the game in that one so and ultimately ended up coming out with the win so they're five and one they haven't been super potent offensively like we're normally used to seeing them be and they just uh, traded uh for mccall hardman they got the, got him back from the jets uh, he's he spent his first couple seasons with them and he's back on the team i think uh He'll obviously bring them some speed and kind of like a deep vertical threat. That I think that's kind of really what they're missing so far. And I think it's, it's going to be not a huge addition, but a good addition. And I think it's going to really help them down the stretch. And maybe they let's see if they get their offense kind of going like we're normally used to seeing them play. And the other side for the Chargers, they played on Monday night at home at SoFi Stadium versus the Cowboys. Uh, they lost a close game, 20-17 to 17 in that one. It was kind of uh, a back and forth. But I think in that one, I mean, I think the Cowboys outplayed them. I mean, they just got uh, some some turnovers, some bad bounces, uh, some lucky bounces here and there, the Chargers, and they took advantage of it to kind of uh, make it a 17-17 to 17 game. And then uh, the Cowboys ultimately ended up winning. And then Justin Herbert... Uh, through some picks so there's kind of been a lot of talk about Justin Herbert being overrated and this that but I, I still think he's one of the better quarterbacks top six seven in the league in my opinion I think he, he can really sling it Austin Eckler came back uh, uh gave them a much needed boost but obviously was still a little rusty on a snap count I think he's going to play much better in this game and I think there will be opportunities to be had against Kansas City in this one I think uh they always play Kansas City tough, whether they win or lose, whether they're playing at Arrowhead, at SoFi. This is always a fun divisional game that usually comes down to the last five, four or five minutes of the game, and even oftentimes, sometimes in overtime or the last two minutes of the game. So I think I expect the same here in this one. So I'm going to take the road dog for the fifth straight, or the, the, dog, the underdog, excuse me, for the fifth straight game. But in this case, it's the, I'm going to take the Road Dog Chargers getting five and a half. But I think the Chiefs squeeze out a close win. Uh, I'll say 24-21 Chiefs in this one. And they move to 6-1, and one, but the Chargers cover the five and a half point spread. All right, that takes us to the last game of week seven, game number six. It's a Sunday night game in prime time from Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We got the five and one Philadelphia Eagles at home hosting the five and one Miami Dolphins. This is going to be a really fun game. High powered offense of the Dolphins going up against a well rounded team in the Eagles. Good, very good running game and a very good pass rush uh very good uh defensively uh good offensive line and for this one the eagles got their first loss of the season last week and they are no longer undefeated now there's no longer any undefeated teams in the nfl this season so uh i mean the eagles just really sloppy last week they could never really put the jets away on the road at MetLife Stadium, East Rutherford, New Jersey. The Jets kind of kept hanging around with their good defense. And Jalen Hurts threw three interceptions and none uh, 
none bigger than the one, none more devastating to Philadelphia than the one he threw at the end there, which set up the Brees Hall game-winning touchdown. And then even they got the Eagles got the ball back with a chance to kind of move down the field, and they weren't able to push it down. I think they went they went four and out, and the Jets ultimately held on and gave the Eagles their first loss of the season. And they also uh, in this one in that one they had Lane Johnson, their star offensive lineman, go down, all pro offensive lineman. So I think. That's going to be a big blow for them. He's probably not going to be playing on Sunday night versus Miami. On the other side, Miami uh, was a little slow to start with. I think they got down 14-0 against the Panthers on the road, but ultimately they recovered and were able to put up lots of points, over 30 points again, and get a, a very comfortable victory. And then Tua Tungo-Vailoa uh, continuing to do, do wonders in Mike, Mike McDaniel's system. And then Tyreek Hill, Raheem Mostert. I mean, their offense is just humming right now, and uh, I think uh, they're gonna they're gonna keep going. But I think this is a tough environment for them. I think on a Sunday night, prime time on the road. I think this is gonna be kind of a hostile environment, a really big, loud Philly crowd. And I think this is gonna be the type of game where Philly kind of controls it with their offensive line, their ground game control control the time of possession. Even with Lane Johnson out, I think they're still going to be able to uh, dominate the line of scrimmage in this one, uh, offensively and defensively. I think they're going to have like like a 38-22, to 37-23 in like favor of time possession. I think that's going to be, they're going to kind of do everything they can to slow down that fill it, that Miami, excuse that Miami offense, excuse me. And I think they're that's going to be kind of the pace of this game. So I think that's why I'm going to take Philly in this one. This is the first favorite I'm going to take for week seven. So I'm going to swallow the two and a half points with the Eagles at home. I, I just don't think Jalen Hurts is going to play as bad as he did last week. And I think offensively they're going to be better. I think they're going to put together better drives, longer drives. They're going to lean on the run game, dominate the line of scrimmage, and win, win in the trenches on offensively and defensively. And uh, swallow the three points with them. Uh, Take them to win this one 30 to 24 and move to 6 and 1 on the season to stay undefeated at home. Alrighty, that'll wrap it up for week 7, Scorching 6. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the week 7 games this weekend. And on another note, I'll be recording uh, NBA over unders this weekend. Uh, that'll be dropped in two different episodes, one for the Western Conference and one for the Eastern Conference, so stay tuned for that. Uh, well, That'll probably drop like Monday night, Sunday night, Monday night, but I'll be recording them this weekend. And like I said, enjoy the games, and I'll see you guys next week for Week 8, Scorching 6.